1: But I tell you that man still got it still mm-hmm. vocals in pristine crisp condition hairline still intact skin still looking good <laughs> like usher still has it. What's good? It's another episode of your favorite podcast, DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date and keep you abreast of everything that is happening in hip-hop music culture. This podcast is brought to you by Hip-Hop DX, and I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky, And I'm your other host, Ada. It's Friday, the weekend is here, and R. Kelly has been sentenced to 30 years in prison, and this is just the beginning, okay? We got the details on everything that happened Plus, we have to discuss Saweetie. She has pushed back her debut album yet again, and we'll tell you what's going on with that. Plus, it's Friday, so that means new music has been released. We got new Lil Durk, new Cardi B, plus new City Girls and Usher. So we will get into it all. But first, we have one thing to ask of you. Please subscribe to the podcast. Please hit that follow button, that subscribe button on whichever streaming platform you're listening to us on right now. Thank you. Now let's get to it. Okay, so Robert Kelly is finally facing the music. Pun intended. He is finally paying for his actions, finally paying for his many transgressions. Mm against women spanning across all ages, and even boys and men, as far as we know. So, uh, clearly R. Kelly is guilty of a whole lot, but the thing that he was sentenced to 30 years for was sex trafficking, and this happened on Wednesday, June 29th. And, of course, the timeline has been in shambles ever since. I was going to hit the applause button, like, applause for him being sentenced, but I don't even want to, like, do a positive sound effect on that. Yeah, it's a tough
0: one. It's like, are we... Uh, I guess everybody happy he got 30. I think some people wanted him to get life. Even people want him out. Do people think he's not guilty of all this? I don't know how the internet is feeling as a whole, but it is kind of interesting. I was like, do we want our, we want to, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say.
1: That's the thing though. They wanted him to get more time for that. And he probably should have, but the thing is, it's not over with. He has so many different other cases to fight right now. He's going to get another 20 on top of this 30. He's going to get another 10 on top of that, another 15 on top of that. Like, he's fighting cases all over the place. So this 30 is just the baseline that we're working with. So for everybody that feels he should have got more, I feel you, especially the families of the young women, men, whoever, that were all affected by R. Kelly, I I definitely feel them. They feel that he should have got more time. But this is just the beginning. So we got more to go. Right and there's I
0: think this is just for like the judge in New York I think he has to be tried in Chicago too so yeah like you said there's going to be probably a bunch more years added to his sentence and when it's all finalized so
1: yeah and the chicago case is going to be interesting too because a lot of people feel chicago is where he was enabled for so long that's where he's from that's where he was able to pay off certain people in law enforcement that's where he was able to intimidate witnesses that's where he was able to do a lot of things that he was engaging in so that's going to be an interesting case to see how that one plays out but yeah i i foresee a lot more prison time in in this man's future And I know uh, one of the discussions that was going around on social media was the fact that in the same week, R. Kelly was sentenced to 30 years for trafficking and Ghislaine Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell, I'm not quite sure how you pronounce her name exactly, but the accomplice to Jeffrey Epstein one who was finding all the girls for him and being a madam and helping sex traffic young girls over there on Epstein Island, they said that she got 20 years. So people were just comparing and contrasting the fact that, Oh, our Kelly gets 30, she gets 20 and that's valid, valid point. But at the same time, you are, you're going it, to, it, it depends on a whole bunch of different things. Like the legal representation of it all, the judge, they said one judge is more tough on sentencing than the other. Um, So there's definitely differences in their cases, but I agree, like, if you involved in trafficking kids in any kind of way, like, 20 and 30, it sounds like to me, both of them, if you ask me. Like, I feel like we should be talking 50 when you're talking about selling kids for sex. Like, I feel like that should be 50 plus range, but that's just me. Yeah,
0: I would say the same thing, too, because, I mean, for someone to actually, like, traffic young kids, young girls and boys and, you know, trade them for, like, sex and things like that, like, that's so crazy and wild, like, that's, like, not a normal person does that. Like, you don't do that just a random, on a random Tuesday, like, you go into depth about it, you plan this, it's like a whole back scheme to it. So, yeah, to get 20, 30 years, it does seem light. Like, you would say, I was like, 50-plus maybe into to life even for doing something like that, because why would you
1: do that? That's, that's messed up. It's period messed up. So I found out something about life recently though. And I, again, not a lawyer, not in the legal profession in the slightest, but recently I heard that life is actually however old you are when you get life. So let's say you're 20 and you get life in prison. That's 20 years. If you're 40 and you get oh. life in prison, that's 40 years. That's what I was told. I I don't know how true that is. I told you we got to get a legal professional to come on DX Daily and like help us with some of these uh, these rap cases or these um, cases in hip hop and R&B. Like we we need a real legal professional. But when I found that out, I was really mind blown. Like what? So life is just not for the rest as long as you live. Like there's actually a, a time limit on it. And that was crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that either.
0: We definitely need that. Uh, we talked about that before, the having the lawyer, hip-hop lawyer type person come on the podcast because we need a, a complete breakdown with so many people getting in these cases and being arrested, going to jail. We need a little breakdown, but that is interesting how, if life is just how many years you are, that's, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, but either way, good riddance. Glad R. Kelly's getting his time that's what's needed man certain people just got cannot be in the general population like certain things we know jail or prison is not really a they don't it don't really rehabilitate people so that's the sad part about it is probably he'll never really get the help that he needs because he's going to be in prison the rest of his life and prison is not to rehabilitate people it's to lock people up get people out of here that need to be gotten out of here and it's also for free labor so that's a whole nother podcast but anyway what I'm saying is I'm glad R. Kelly is not amongst the general public anymore. Um, the, the Ghislaine Maxwell thing is, is tricky, though, because 20, you can, you can narrow that down. She could be out of there in 10, 15 with the right legal team and with not getting into any trouble and with the privilege of it all. Like, Ghislaine could be back out here in these streets in a decade. So that's the scary part about that. R. Kelly, I don't think he's ever getting back out. Yeah, I don't think so
0: either, because somebody else was comparing it, saying how, like, with R. Kelly, like, all the girls were, like, really younger, and he, like, the alleged imprisoned them and kidnapped them from their parents and married a when she was 15, and, like, we've all seen the documentary and stuff on Lifetime and things like that, and then, like we said earlier, there was sentencing left to go in Chicago, but also sentences and charges in Minnesota, so now he got three states, including one in New York, so, yeah, R. Kelly's gonna get some serious long time but it does
1: suck that the other woman her sins can get knocked down easily and she's like done Kelly's keeps adding and adding and adding that's crazy to me though that they were trying to compare the sex trafficking of kids like oh yeah R. Kelly had younger girls um I I don't know that that's factual like I, I feel like there was some 11s and 12s um flying over to that island I'm I'm not as uh, versed on that case than I, as I am with the R. Kelly one, which I'm really not super duper well versed on either because they're both disgusting. But yeah, like I just I just feel like it was kind of kind of both doing that same type of thing, which is trading kids for sex at the end of the day. So numbers wise, I don't know how that works out. If R. Kelly had 50 girls and Epstein had 20, and and Ghislaine and all of them had 20, but either way, good riddance, both of them off the streets. Let's, let's move on from the pedophilia of it all, please. Period. <laughs> like, all right, we're going to talk about Saweetie now because Saweetie, she is pushing back her album yet again. I still didn't realize that Saweetie has not put out an album yet. Like, she's given us, like, all these mixtapes. She's given us music. She's given us radio records that we've heard of the over the years. Like, Saweetie's profile is that of someone who's at least put out an album or two, but really she hasn't even put out her debut album yet. And now she's pushing it back yet again.
0: Yeah, and I didn't even realize, well, I didn't pay attention that I haven't really heard from Sweetie. In a minute now, like I didn't see her pop up on my Instagram. So I don't know if she was just taking a social media break or actually trying to finish up the album. But then she put an IG story up that said, Dear Icy family, these past couple of years have been a growing experience for me as an artist, human, but most importantly, a woman. She says, I realized my purpose with the platform God has given me, which is why I have taken my time when releasing music this time around. She says, through hours of self reflection, I realized that Pretty Bee music is not an album, it's a movement, it's a culture, it's a language, it's a lifestyle and then she wraps it up by saying we're not rushing art we're taking our time this ain't no microwave ish
1: it's baking and it will definitely be worth the taste I respect that I respect the artistry of it all I respect you taking however long you feel you need to take with your work but Mm -hmm. just learn from your peers learn from the people around you don't get don't get Roddy Rich out here I know you want everything to be perfect. Everybody gets, uh, what is it called, analysis paralysis. You just keep overanalyzing everything. You want everything to be a specific way, and that's cool. But when you wait too long, things will pass you by. And it's not like you have to be in any sort of rush, but it's been years at this point. And the more you make people wait, we discussed this too, the more you make people wait, the more they expect. So when you just put something out there, like, hey, this is, this is cool, this is fun, like, you know, we just trying to get the vibe, whatever vibe you're trying to embody, and you put it out there for the people, the people that rock with you, nine out of ten, they're going to rock with it, and then they might get some other people on board too. But if you make everybody wait five years, six years for the album... It's just like, I don't know, man. The The music game moves faster than that these days. Unless your name is Kendrick Lamar, unless your name is Beyonce, unless your name is J. Cole, unless your name is Jay-Z, it's a, it's a select few that's at that tier, and they work to be at that tier. Unless your name is Rihanna, you might not be in that tier yet. And they work to get there. Rihanna put out an a, a album every two years for like five, six years or whatever the case was. She, she constantly put out work. She worked to be in that space to where now everybody's like, oh, where's the Rihanna album? Where's the Rihanna album? And we'll wait five years for it, six years, however long she's taken. Same thing with Beyonce. Same thing with everybody else I just named. Like Those people have worked themselves into a space where no matter how long they make people wait, people will be there. Now, Saweetie's doing great. Saweetie has a phenomenal career right now, especially not having put an album out yet. But just don't make, don't make people wait forever. And don't be afraid to put it out like you have a base that's rocking with you. She's put out tapes. I don't know um, what else she's got going on in her personal life. It sounds like she's going through some things personally, too. So hopefully she gets through that and put something out um, within the next year. Just just don't make it more than a year if I had to put a time frame on it. That's just me, though.
0: Yeah, that's a a valid point about like the artist who you just said about, you know, we it's okay quote unquote, okay for them to take like years and years, but compared to like, you know, how Roddy Rich did, that's the best example that we could put because everybody was excited for his album too. He said he was taking his time working on it. Then it came out and it had a lot of thumbs down about it. And then with Saweetie, I saw some people in the comments, people being like, oh, keep it in the oven. We don't want the music, you know, being shady. And then, um, but she just put something out with Money Long. I think they got a song together under Money Long single I think, but, um, yes, if she waits too long, it's probably not going to work in her favor, but unless it's like an amazing album, but people already get on Sweetie for
1: her type of music, but let let that girl live. I'm telling you, man, unless you got a certified classic in the tuck, I say, put it out sooner than later, sooner than later. Ah, yes. Okay. So speaking of music though, let's talk about some music that is actually dropping or that has dropped. Lil Durk is claiming song of the year with this new song with Cardi B and Kanye. Hot ish. Uh, Cardi's been promoting it all over online. She was in Twitter Spaces the other night promoting it and talking about it. She did like a, a promo video where she played more of the song. You know, we played our little snippet on here, but she played even more of the song. And um, Lil Durk is claiming Song of the Year with this. So, do we think that this is a contender for that? Do we think that this will be a contender? I mean, with the Based off the
0: names alone, Dirt, Cardi B, Kanye West, it has the potential to be a big song or song of the year. But we got to see how everybody else takes to it, if everybody else likes the sound. She did say uh, back earlier this week that Hot Ish is great for the clubs and it's different from her previous releases, which you know also did well in the clubs like Up and WAP and things like that. So curious to see how it does play out for everybody, if they like it or if they don't like it. So
1: we got to see. I'm getting more so Song of the Summer vibes from it from, from it so far. You know, this is pre-recorded, so we only have the snippets to go off of. But I'm getting Song of Summer vibes just from that clip when Cardi was in her robe and she was drinking her champagne. And um, the part she played on that clip, there's like a part where her voice cuts out and there's people yelling in the background. Like whenever Cardi does that on a song, it always goes crazy. Even like on Up when she said, broke boys don't deserve no... I know. And everybody goes, I know that's right. Like, Mm -hmm. she does that same type of thing on this song. So that whole vibe, I'm feeling like song of the summer, screaming it in the club, screaming it at the party, screaming it at brunch, that whole type of thing. So not mad at them trying to stake the claim on that.
0: Yeah, not mad at it at all. I feel you got to always say that, that you have the song of the year, song of the summer. So
1: yeah, it's only right for sure. And then you also have a new song from Usher and the City Girls. And this is called Good Love. And before we even talk about this song, can we just talk about Usher real quick? Because Usher has taken over social media these past couple of days. For the final day of Black Music Month, which is the month of June, Usher did an NPR concert, Tiny Desk. And every single clip from this concert has gone viral. When I tell you that man still got it, Still Mm -hmm. vocals in pristine, crisp condition. Hairline still intact. Skin still looking good. (laughs) Like Usher still has it. And not only does he still have it, but he's giving us classic songs that we love, and he's making them sound new with this live version at Tiny Desk. You Got It Bad, My Way, Confessions, all of that, Bad Girl, Superstar. It doesn't sound like the regular original version. He's just not giving us a regurgitated version of these songs. He's making them sound... I don't know if this is possible, but a little more soulful, a little more jazzy. Like, he just put a new twist on it and refreshed something that we've been loving for like 20 years now at this point. So, kudos to Usher, man. Kudos to Usher. And then you turn around and hop on a record with the City Girls. Like, who can do it, man? That, that versus talk, that, that versus talk now, the, the Chris Brown, Usher versus, like, I don't know. I don't even know if I see that anymore. Like, just off the, the raw talent that was on display with Usher in that NPR Tiny Desk um, concert. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think when people do Usher and Chris Brown, people kind of went
0: more towards Chris Brown because we really didn't hear a lot from Usher when that talk was first brought up. But now with Usher, you know, collabing, he's roller skating, he got the residency, <laughs> and now he's with the City Girls. And he did his uh NPR Tiny Desk and showed us like a little sample of what a versus could be like with his catalog. Uh, Usher might take it too. So if they do actually do a versus with Chris Brown, because, you know, he talked about that as well, that Chris Brown was waiting for the money. <laughs> so maybe it could be Usher. I don't know, but- that would be a good matchup for sure.
1: Chris Brown gonna have to lay off the drinking for a little while, lay off the weed, mm-hmm. lay off, uh, lay off all that for <laughs> for a good month and get that voice together. I mean, Chris Brown obviously can sing sing his face off, but you know what Usher was giving us was looking real effortless. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie. So yeah, no, that would be a great, a wonderful battle to uh, to see. But that that tidy desk really was really was that was one of the the greatest performances this year that I have seen. Ooh, period. That's a big claim. I agree with yeah, that. I agree with that. It really was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all right. Well, we're going to check out some of this new music. I'm going to watch that Tiny Desk concert again. <laughs> and we will be back at you Monday with more daily news. That is going to conclude today's episode. You can always follow us on all streaming platforms, subscribe to us on all streaming platforms. Also, make sure to check out our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop BX. And you can follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is HipHopDX. You can also follow us. I am at Asia Sky on everything. A S H I A is Asia. S K Y E is Sky. And I'm at A-W on everything. That's A Y E E E D U B B. All right, we'll be back at you on Monday. Have a great weekend. See ya.